we are live surfing the psychic waves. I'd love to start talking about the latest Brats of America tour. I have Jane Sibbett and Megan MacArthur in the studio today. I'm so excited. They're joining me from Hawaii. So uh, I'd love to hear about the latest tour. All right. Well, and thanks, first of all, like, for having us again, Christina. You have been such a great champ for the Brats mission and the tour everywhere. We're so grateful to you. Wonderful. Thank you again. And yes, we're getting ready to go back to Los Angeles. Uh, we start first with live streaming, streaming on the 16th and 17th of March, and then going into a live event in Los Angeles on the 18th and the 19th. And then we fly to Tucson, Arizona for the first time, and having a live and live streaming event from there as well. So a whole new deal. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. I love Tucson. Uh, well, it's our first time there, so um, you can give us some good tips. Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots of healing powers there. That's what we've heard. Yeah. Um, we'll look forward to it. We love Arizona. We've been to Sedona. We went to Phoenix twice. So I'd love to talk about the sensei and the symbol that Bratso and Evitsa sort of developed or have been using for a while. Yeah, so the sensei is um, it's the symbol of what Bratso and, and Evitsa, I don't know, they, call it, they just call it their symbol. And it is a 13-pointed sun star, or it's the symbol of the sun. And so sensei is the word for sun in Croatian. So some people say sun symbol, some people say sunsei, we like to mix it up. And it is a beautiful symbol that he's put into jewelry. It's been on all the books of Avitsa. For many people, it carries the energy of what Blasco gives forth from his, from his eyes. People use it for all sorts of you know, touchstones of their, their sensations once they're in the gaze. Some people use it as a, as a tool for healing or focus or meditation. Um, just a lot of ways, and there's there's not a whole lot of explanation about it um, that we have, but on this upcoming tour, we have um, Moshe, one of Bratso's dear friends, who is actually also the um, manufacturer of the, of the Sensei jewelry. He's going to be sharing us really beautiful stories and some insights on the Sensei and, and more about that this coming tour. So I'm looking forward to finding out a lot more about that as well. This sounds like perfect timing as usual. <laughs> <laughs> So I think Megan had stories about how the sensei had affected others around her or herself. Yeah, actually, it was funny. It was Sedona, actually, where I started wearing the sun symbol necklace. And I think Jane ran into a suitcase or something and we're going, oh, sensei, put the sensei on it. And, um, and we just started playing with it that way. And it was actually, oh, it was actually in June of 2010, we were on a scouting tour and I, um, I burned myself on a piece of metal on a suitcase that was sitting in the hot sun in Albuquerque. Uh, immediately put the put the necklace put my necklace on the scar on the burn. It was all bubbled up. Yeah, it was all it, it immediately turned. I mean, it was like a third degree burn instantly. And uh, put it on there, and then I had like an ice drink, and I put that on there, and I put the, the um, necklace on it, I put the ice drink on it, and I went back and forth like that, and it was um, probably within about two hours that it was just flaming red. It was just completely red, but it was completely flat. The um, 
the the, the Samsonite symbol, which had been <laughs> burned in, <laughs> burned into my arm. Very um, pretty. It was completely it was completely <laughs> flat, which was the first time that my body had responded that way. My body usually would bump, you know, would turn it into a blister, and it was in the soft part, the um the soft part of my forearm. With that, I just knew that it was something different. Um, something was was definitely very different with it. It was very sore for uh, another um, another day or two, and red, and eventually turned brown, and then just went away. It never peeled. It never bubbled. It just went away. And it's definitely not how my body responds to things. So from there, I just um, introduced the necklace to my kids and just went, hey, what do you, how do you guys feel with this? And my um, my oldest daughter would hold it and say, I feel warm, I feel happy. Um, and, the, and the younger one says, I feel cold, um, it's uh, sparkly, you know, I feel sparkly. And they have different sensations of it. Mm-hmm. And um, just started to use it with them. So if they'd bonk their head, um, put it on their head. And and it was, if there's something with them and what they are receiving from my experience of it, where I just say, oh, well, this is going to help. Then mm-hmm. just go, oh, well, it helps. I'm totally fine now. So there's something there's something there where they're open to this unknown of um, unknown pathway of healing, be it something coming through the necklace or something coming through the recall of the that which brought those shares. Which my experience of it is, it really is a heightened a heightened state of just universal life force energy which we all have access to and it just is like this fire hose of that um so for me it's like a reminder to just turn on that fire hose and act yeah experience and you know now i've got to say christina i had um the the pleasure of uh, picking up her daughters from school one day and i didn't tell her but of course she bumped her head and <laughs> and immediately i went running over to to you know she's crying and of course, she wants her mommy's. Her spoon says she wants mommy's necklace, but uh, I don't have mommy's necklace. I have my own. So I asked her if she wanted that. She said yes, and immediately she quieted down. She was, and I said, "Now, what does that feel?" She said, "I just feel better when I have that." So there's a there's a, such a great level of trust and openness for them, as Megan was saying, to knowing that there's something special in this connection to the all better, the you know, the all good. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. It's really, really beautiful and. We've seen it with so many children. I mean, in this neighborhood as well, my own kids, there's, we've got lots of stories with my own children and their trust of uh, working with, with Auntie Megan um, and her and her say as well. Beautiful. And now more people are finding out about it and experimenting out in the world as we share these stories. More people are, are kind of trying it on for themselves and seeing what, what they can do. I just think that right now we're getting such access to just molecular structures changing and we have gemstones that are talking to us loudly now and then it brings up this whole idea of the symbols and from what I can tell and I've only sort of had one in my hand just in one of the shows in San Francisco it does seem like there's something special about the gold and how it's sort of used and and how it gets created I mean you you just feel this sensation about all of it (laughs) all of the creation of the symbol yeah and that's the the alchemy of the gold really hasn't been explained to us many people send us articles about um, the alchemical properties of gold and now that he's put uh, a diamond in um, 
and many of these students say the same thing, that there's something special. And again, we don't know the specifics of that, and we're hoping Moshe will tell us more when he comes to our tour. You know, Brasso, he doesn't talk about it, right? But he does mm -hmm. share with us that this symbol is a vessel. And, you know, if you've heard or seen us on, on tour, and I talk about that our bodies are a vessel, and we hold spirit, and we hold love, and we hold emotions, and these pieces of jewelry are vessels for that which Brasso brings forward, this gift. So, yes, you would feel, feel something. Not everybody does feel something when they touch these or hold them. But a lot of people do, which I find remarkable. So I just feel good looking at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, it's good. And for some people, that's enough. There were a few women that were talking about how they weren't quite um, able to afford one right then, and so they were sharing amongst themselves how they were just looking at the image of it and putting that on various chakras on their body, and just just by by looking at that, just like when people look at Brasso's face, but many people feel. Peaceful. Like they can finally breathe, or there's an opening, and there's an openness to something that just helps them relax. Yes, yeah, so yeah. the symbology of it definitely resonates with with certain people, and it was something that came. the The actual symbol came to Ivica, and the creation of the necklace was something that came to Brazzo in a dream, where he was in this dream, knew that he was to make a necklace for Ivica and give it to him as a gift. And so he did, and then um, the story, there's more to the story, but basically Vita then made one for Brasso, and then they made them for their staff, and then eventually they made them available to the people that would come to see Brasso, but it was, but it started off as this gift that, that Brasso gave to Vita and that, that he then gave to Brasso. So, so its beginnings are from the beginnings of Brazo, pre pre Brazo even knowing even knowing what it is that he was going to be doing, uh, he was already connecting to this uh, to this symbol. He has taken it from a, a one a two dimensional image where in mm -hmm. Europe you'll see some of the flat uh, symbols and then brought it out into more of um, a raised star uh, symbol into a three dimensional symbol. So. That's just where it's gone, and then from there it's brought in more facets, it's brought in more layers, it's brought in more dimension to the availability of what the what the symbol really has to offer. So it's like the mind can find its ways into new corners and avenues, and it can transmit from many, many different directions. So there's a lot in there, and everyone's going to have their own experience of it, but across the board it's been um, something that has has been fascinating to watch the the journey of many people playing playing and exploring with it I don't know Christine if you if we shared this with you before when we were talking but there was a woman in Portland who had heard the stories about the the sensei jewelry and really really wanted to see if she could feel better and so she tried on one of the rings in Portland and instantly her arthritis that she'd had for years really painful arthritis in her hands vanished as soon as she put the ring on and she felt so guilty because she couldn't afford to buy it she, she took the ring off but she wrote me a letter and said I just want you to know that when I can I'm going to buy this ring and so she the last the last uh, tour that we were in Portland she came and she got her ring so it's it's really remarkable some for some people it's like that you know that mm -hmm. quick for some people again it's just a touchstone or a reminder of how they felt when they were in the gazing session um, another thing that I noticed when I was in Europe, also when walking around with Brazil and in Zagreb, was it was it was kind of nice to see people on the streets. Some people had a sensei, and you could say hello. You know, there was that instant recognition of 
someone who, uh, whether I was with Grasso mm-hmm. or not, if I was just walking around and I saw someone with a suitcase, then that was always a great bit of connection, connecting through this endless source of, of beautiful love and energy. So how many people do you think Bratzo has reached by now? Wow, you know, I know that we saw about a quarter of a million people last year. Uh, his his whole tour all around the world saw about a quarter of a million people. So mm-hmm. I don't know, over the years, I've seen half of we at 17 years now that he's been out there. That's a big number. So lots and lots of people and more every day. Yeah, and with streaming, definitely reaching even broader uh, areas of the planet that have not yet had the experience of Brazil because they've not been able to travel or whatever it might be. So, Did you hear that we actually had someone streaming from Antarctica this last time? I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was this always in my joke, and then there was somebody from Antarctica streaming. I was so that is so great. No, what was that Solomon Island, which is like this teeny tiny island in the middle of the Pacific? Right. Like we didn't even know how to power. That didn't have a little crank up, right. crank up Wi-Fi out there in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so exciting to see when it's going to these corners. We have, you know, on our events page on BrotsomAmerica.com, this globe that is filling with these dots of where people have been registering um, just to say hello or just, you know, beam their love out to the world. And it's, it's really fun to watch how that is filling up with more and more people. It's, I was looking at even at the United States and saying, okay, what are these states that he hasn't really connected with? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must be just amazing to contemplate how many people have been either heard about Brazo or heard about Alive Gazing or actually have been to an event. And it's definitely worldwide. I mean, it's not going away now. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I just find it fascinating the, the number of people that have brought pictures for so many years. So there are not only those people that have come in physically or been on the live stream, but all those people that have had the pictures in there um, gazing with him have also, you know, so, so many stories have come about from those those people in the pictures. Yeah, so gazing on behalf yeah. of others, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that. In this last round in Hawaii, I was doing that again, and it was amazing, and I was supposed to write it all down, Jane, and I still didn't. Yeah. But you had, a, you had a mission. You had a you had a, a assignment, didn't you, Christina? That you were I to- did. I gave myself an assignment, and now I can't <laughs> even remember what that was. But like, okay. um, <laughs> something Megan said earlier about you know not really knowing exactly how things would turn out. You know, even Bratzo sort of approaches. You know, the the sensei, it was just a symbol and it became a necklace and then it just sort of exploded into something else, you know? I think we're, I think that's sort of where I'm at lately with the Bratso gazings is that I'm a lot more open to whatever the possibilities of the next step are. And it doesn't seem like problem solving so much or dreaming or wishing for someone else. It feels more interactive now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to good. exploit it, but it feels good. Yeah, that's what exactly what he wants. You know, you know, we've said that before that he doesn't claim to own this. He really is hoping that everybody comes forward and begins sharing from their greatest talents. And some of those talents are hidden and some of them are just kind of quiet, but yeah, we're co-creating here. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, so how did you find anything that was coming out of that or for your friends? Did you have any experiences that you wanted to share with us? I think, I think the synchronicities have definitely exploded since this last Bratso 
uh, in Hawaii. And the instant feedback now, and I'm sure you guys have been noticing this too, you know, it's not just ascension. <laughs> it's not just a solar flare. Right, right. I just keep hearing about folks that I had put their pictures up and were thinking about them during the broad soap gazings, um, that they're getting, I don't know how to say this, but they're in their next sort of receiving mode, uh, I guess the next level of their receiving. And so where we may, maybe used to call it coincidence, now maybe they're using the word synchronicities. And actually, I just had someone tell me about a synchronicity right before the call. So it's kind of the first time I'm saying this. Yeah. I might have to edit myself. But, um, <laughs> but, but it's just amazing. You know, I feel like not only is time speeding up anyway, but our creations are just right out there and, and they can manifest in so many different ways now. The gap is and for, closing, right? That gap. The gap is closing, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean from what I've experienced with the with the sun symbol, you know, with the sensei symbol, that's it right there is that the time that we um allot to healing you know, that, that, that which we assume is necessary for a healing process has the opportunity to be condensed down into times that we may not yet believe or imagine. So where one might cut themselves and <laughs> normally would take, you know, take three days to heal or whatever it is, that that can close within minutes. I mean, why not? It's something that we've that we've we've created so why not reverse the cycle of it and with time you know time really speeding up why not get into the place of well yeah anything anything can speed up anything can go left or right it can go inside or outside so it's like the the flexibility and availability of of the unknown is is there for us yeah we i had a couple situations where i had um while we were on tour a, a fever or a cold that came on and i would i fed through that terrible shaking cold fever in about three hours right before brasco came into town it was amazing i went through the whole process but one of the one of the cool little speed throughs of um transformation that we saw was when we were out doing a photo shoot outside of las vegas and oh, Brad, I smashed my finger. She smashed her finger. She punctured her my nail. nail. Her she punctured oh. her tripod. I forgot about it. There was a hole in her nail, and I she like clamped it down, slid down, and of course, you know, I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> she's like, release the tripod, get it off of me. So we finally opened it up, and so you can put your her sun symbol on it, and. How long did it take? Oh, it's just a couple minutes. Couple minutes, and the, her nail was perfect again. It, there was literally a hole in her nail. And but Brasso was there too. I just wanted yeah. to make that. <laughs> <laughs> he happened to be there on the shoot. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those times when it was so fast, we didn't have time to take pictures. Just and I, I was like, oh, I wish I'd taken a picture of that. I'm so. But that's what's happening yeah. now. We have these features of. Uh, you know, something like that, or with, you know, I've, we've got them on our website, too, on the on the Sensei page there. Oh, yeah, and then just what happens for people in the room, too. So it's what's happening yeah. when they're in Bratzo's gaze um, is is this rapid fire, boom, you know, why not turn it around immediately type of an event is possible. And a lot of that has to do with how much are we willing to open up and dive in and go, hey, sure, I'll I'll take some of that rather than, I'm. I don't believe that it can happen. Um, uh, it's never happened before. You know, it's that. It's that five-minute mile. If somebody, if one person can do it, then 
uh, why can't I? You know, so if they yeah. healed, if they turned it, if they turned their their um, their illness around in one week or one day, why can't I? You know, it's, um, it's all possible. Yeah, there's a, there are a lot of yeah. questions. Why some people yeah. take a little time to what we call unwind. Yeah, and some people, so and, there, and there's also no guarantees either yeah, of anything. No, Sometimes there's a divine contact in place where it's just not going to happen, but we do our best to potential. open up. Potential is normal. Yeah. And we're seeing it right and left all the time. And, and if I really hurt myself, I would definitely go to the doctor. Yeah, well, we always <laughs> want to do that. Absolutely, you know that. And we do. We do. If it will call them up, go to the doctor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get. <laughs> But it's it's empowering my my sense my my experience of this is it's empowering to know that um, that all of this is available um, and that um, we we aren't just limited to to taking a pill no we aren't just limited to uh, to going to somebody else who's going to say do this or that that all those things are available but then we also have um, our own personal alignment with energy that's available to us all over and Brazzo is is a, is a wonderful uh, he he his presence is a gift and that which he brings forward is a gift and then the sun symbol is definitely well from my experience of it is it's a container or vessel of that of that gift as well yeah and I, I wanted to say that because this has come up recently again we get mail from people just being really upset that that he's professing to be somebody he's not he's not professing still he's still not talking He's not saying to people, I had someone writing, you know, he's, uh, we're, this is this is the Antichrist. I'm like, no, he's not saying he's the Christ. He doesn't want anyone to worship him. He's not saying he's doing anything, you know, anything extraordinary. He doesn't talk about it at all. And again, it's thrown back to us. We have to, I was, there was someone that was wanting to battle scripture with me recently. And I'm like, okay, so how about and greater things than these? So shall you do, you know, those mm-hmm. are available for all of us. And we have to recognize that, again, he is not asking anyone to worship. He is asking us to um, only to share our gifts. And mm-hmm. we're in this together. So we really appreciate that about him. There's no Me too. Yeah, no worship here. It's just love. Well, the thing is, if, you, if you're in enough gazings, live or uh, streaming, it's like you end up, those co-creative juices get flowing and percolating and things start to happen. So you actually don't have time to do any worship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Get busy. Get busy, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So thanks so much, you guys. Oh, this is great. I'm looking forward to this next tour and I will try to write it down. Yes, please do. If you can, if you can remember, jot down some notes in between. Um, yeah, I will. Please let everyone know to go to BrazoAmerica.com for the whole tour schedule for the live and the live streaming. We are um, doing our best to refine and pare down our traveling schedule. So we just encourage people that while they have the chance to see Brazo in person, that this is a really great tour. We're not going to be doing this a whole lot, but we're going to be doing live streaming much more. So if people can come to Los Angeles, and if they can come to Tucson, we really encourage them. It's a wonderful occasion to be in this magnificent energy. We have great stories that are going to come forward from this one, too, again, with Moshe and this Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Jane. Thank right. you, Christina. Thanks, Christina.